In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Males don't battle PMS. Males succumb to PMS. Males walk in PMS, but men reject it. From men in the arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. We salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I am Jim Ramos, and this is Equipping Men in 10. And as you heard, I'm here with my producer, good friend, and the co-host of this show, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? I'm doing really good. Well, that's good to be doing good. So you got a man law today? I do. And this one is Man Look Up From The Phone. And uh, the reason why I thought of this is uh, we did a podcast here recently with uh, one of our friends. I think it was Jared Lopes or it was Jasper Hall. And they talked about this, putting the phone in the basket and having a sabbatical day. I think in our culture, we spend so much time looking at our phones uh, that it just you, you walk into someone's house and the whole family is sitting at, on the couch, TV's going, and everybody's on their devices engage we need to engage and i what one of the things i appreciate about you is when you're working you a lot of times you lock your phone in your truck yeah it's not here i got stuff to do (laughs) um and when being around family we really need to be in the moment there with our family well i found i i stress out i've got a phone going i got a computer going i got phone calls emails texts uh face you know i've got all these notifications on social media it's insane and i just like right now i've got a computer it's turned off and I've got a phone in the car, and my wife, uh, I'll turn on my Wi-Fi every so often, and my wife can actually text me through the phone or through the computer. But other than that, I'm done. That's why if you get a hold of me in the morning, I won't be available till probably afternoon, generally speaking. So, right. hey, I want to get in the meeting. Yeah, and I think, guys, man, you're, you're, you are the guy in charge. So put the phones in the basket. You lead the charge. Get your head out of your phone. Or maybe we should say, get your head out of your bum, yeah, and and step up, guys. We just I've been really, warning really the need you to lead. We this really, is really, we need you to lead, guys. So, hey, I want to talk about the meat of the podcast, and and this uh, equipping and ten is inspired from my friend Rick Johnson's book, The Power of a Man. Uh, Rick is a great author. He's out of Portland, Oregon, here, so really close by. And uh, I really appreciate some of the things that Rick has to say in his book. But and, and so he inspired this one, and this this uh, equipping is called PMS. Every man's greatest battle. So when I think of PMS, I go all the way back to Adam and Eve in Genesis chapter 3. And the classic PMS verse in the Bible is this. And she took the, she took the fruit and she ate it and gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Now you may be thinking, what does PMS have to do with eating an apple? 
Well, I'm talking about passive male syndrome, PMS. What are you thinking about? <laughs> I don't know what was going on that day in the garden. I don't know if Adam was staring at Eve's naked body in awe. I don't know if Adam was going, why doesn't she have a belly button? I don't know what Adam was doing. And a lot of theologians will come along. I call them theologians because half the times they're they're more about arguing against the Bible than telling us what it really says. And I, I look at this and I go, okay, what is really going on here? And why in the heck isn't Adam crushing that serpent's skull, making a snakeskin belt out of it, and a pair of cowboy boots? Why is he sitting there passive? He went flat when the world needed him most. You know, Steve Arterburn wrote a great book called Every Man's Battle. I think every guy should own this book. I love the title, but if you look at his title, you notice it isn't titled Every Man's Greatest Battle, because every man's greatest battle, guys, is not lust. It is apathy. And that is why with men in the arena, we have defined manhood. We call it the man card. We've defined man manhood as five things. Protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. Now, if you imagine that you're climbing a mountain, protecting integrity is the is the trailhead. It's where you start. If you don't have integrity, you've got nothing as a man. And the climb, the ascent, the grueling, thigh-burning, sweat stinging in your eyes, panting, dehydrated, overheating, climb is fighting apathy. It's, it's pushing into and resisting those things that are trying to push you back down the mountain. It's not allowing things to resist uh, and press against you without you fighting against them. And we live in a society where men have been vilified uh, in a lot of in a lot of instances because of the things they've done. But we have to fight as men. Rick Johnson in his book, The Power of a Man, wrote, "Passivity is one of the two big curses of every man. Apathy." being the other. So I started thinking about this. Now, Robert Lewis uh, wrote a book, and he's got a great organization for men, and he wrote a book called Raising a Modern Day Knight. And if you're a guy raising young teenage sons, you really need to pick this book up. But in this book, he defines masculinity as rejecting passivity, accepting responsibility, leading courageously, and expecting a greater reward. So this rejecting passivity, I really bought into that early on uh, when my sons were younger. But as my sons have gotten older, I, I've I've rejected his definition that rejecting passivity is actually a th- uh, the, the, the source of manhood, because passivity links very closely to apathy. Even Rick Johnson said that, that passivity is one of the two big curses of every man. Apathy is the other. So Rick separates the two. Robert Lewis says rejecting passivity is the source. And so I went into the dictionary and looked at looked at the definition between passive and apathy. And I want to share these with you this morning because I think they're really important as we battle PMS as men. Passive male syndrome. Now, I want to say this. Males don't battle PMS. Males succumb to PMS. Males walk in PMS. But men reject it. Men fight passive male syndrome. They fight apathy. So passive, by definition, is this. Being subjected to an action without producing a reaction. Also, it's simply just taking no action. So being passive is a man's 
unwillingness or un- inability to act when action is required and demanded. Apathy, however, has got a different definition. Apathy simply is defined as without feeling, void of feeling, not susceptible of deep emotion, passionless, indifferent. If I were to take a knife and cut off the calluses on my hand or my heels, I would feel no pain. Why? Because the nerve endings do not go into them because they're calloused, they're hard, they are they have no ability to feel pain, good or bad. And so this is what we're talking about. So so passive, being passive and being apathetic are completely different. Passivity is inability to act. It's Adam not crushing the serpent's, serpent's head. But there's something deeper, in my opinion, Dale, there's something deeper behind being passive, actually uh, much more sinister. And, and that thing is being apathetic. The man who is passive, that is not the end result of his depravity. The end result is he's apathetic. So his inability to act, i.e. passivity, is due to the fact that he is apathetic. In other words, his heart has a problem. He doesn't feel, he doesn't care about the things he should care about. It's the father who, you know, it's 40% of children of divorce will not see their dad for an entire year. So that guy is apathetic. He doesn't care about his kids. Oh, he may say, I love you, and send him a Christmas card and be a token dad. But he doesn't care about his kids. If he cared about his kids, he'd be engaged actively in their lives. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. So, so passivity is not an end in itself. Apathy is. And so what we need to battle. So on this point, I disagree with Rick Johnson. I don't think they are equals. I think apathy is far, far, far more sinister than being passive. I think apathy is what causes passivity. I, here's an interesting thing. We had David Murrow on our our podcast. We'll, we'll put provide that show episode as a link for you guys. We had David Murrow on our podcast a couple of years ago. He wrote the book, Why Men Hate Going to Church. And in that, he said something I'll never forget. He said, you know, Jim, it's really interesting. In Christianity... When you become a Christian, people view you as less of a man. In fact, I've had guys tell me that before. I don't want to accept Christ. He'll make me less of a man. But if you were to, I don't even know how these people do it, but if you were to become Islamic, you were to choose to be a Muslim, in the Islamic culture, in the Islamic community, when you, the more religious that you are, the more of a man that you appear to be. So in Christianity... The less of a man people see you to be, but in Islamic communities, they see you as more of a man. Why? Because in Islam, it's all about action. In Christianity, it's all about sitting there and listening. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. We have to repent of that. We need to stand up in our churches, take action. If that means that we make our pastors uncomfortable, great. They're going to be uncomfortable because you guys are getting the job done instead of sitting there whining like a bunch of little girls. Oh, who bit the fruit in the garden? (laughs) (laughs) So guys, let's get some boots on the ground here today. Identify where you are apathetic in your life and start taking action. Be a man, press into it, and move forward. You can be a man in 100 areas, but if one area 
you're being apathetic. That's an area where your manhood is in question. So identify those areas. I know for me, uh, it's all it's food is is a is a huge issue for me. I need to really guard that better. So that's an issue for me. So what are what are some areas where you are being apathetic? So build a plan, take action, and fight that issue until you beat it. And if you don't beat it, you fight it until the day you die. So guys, head on over to our website, menontherena.org. And when you do that, you can grab a free electronic version of our bathroom book for men, and we'll also add you to our equipping blast. And this is not a marketing ploy, guys. It goes out to you who are MVPs. You are these guys battling PMS. You are these guys in the arena getting it done. We want to help you and equip you with some great free resources. And guys from all over the world are are getting these, and you're going to love them, guys. So uh, also, while you're at it, join our Facebook uh, arena that's going to have 10,000 guys on it by the end of the month. And also, if you don't have Facebook, we have a great forum on our website, and you can check that out at menandarena.org. Guys, did you know that we are a nonprofit, crowdfunded organization that because of a huge group of generous donors, we're able to offer our resources free to men who are missionaries, men who are active military, and men who are in uh, other nations around the world. So guys, go to our website, check out menandarena.org, slash donate, see how you can get involved in this great ministry for men. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Fight apathy. Grind it out and be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.